Welcome to 826 Valencia, message in a bottle. Nowhere to Play by Tiffany with 826 Valencia. Sakura, remember if you want to become strong, you have to face your greatest weakness, which is your fear, and you need to overcome it. Sakura remembered those words for two years. Her family had to move out of Tokyo for her dad's new job in California. She had a fear of moving, one of her 349 fears. And she is 11 years old. It was her greatest struggle in life. She didn't like riding a bike, going to a public restroom, or even walking on the side of the street closest to the road. She begged her parents to not let the new job interfere with anything about moving to a new house, even Tokyo. But her parents literally dragged her out of her empty home into a place she didn't even hear about. She took one last look into her childhood home and left. Her parents have dreamed of moving out of their apartment for years, but she was persistent to argue. She silently was plotting her revenge, ignoring her fear of planes and small cramped seats. When they arrived at California, San Francisco, she hated the place from the first look. No color, stinkier, and way too many people, and her first 20 fears everywhere. She hugged her mom's shoulder as the taxi drove them to a place close to something called Japantown. Look how nice it is, Sakura, her mom said. You have your own room, a nice view, and we're so close to a park and a public pool. Sakura didn't hear a word, she said. She flung her luggage into her room and stomped into the attic. She heard from her dad that it was a really nice, calm, dark place to be. And she needed that place really much to be alone. The attic was a classic stereotype with dark, dusty places and a flickering light bulb and boxes everywhere. Oh, she said. She found her childhood trunk filled with toys. She wanted to go through them, trying to get as close to her past life as possible. But she didn't feel the homesick, miserable feeling she was expecting. She gasped and screamed when the trunk suddenly had eyes and a mouth. Shh, the trunk said. She wanted to scream again, but the trunk now had arms. Oh my lord, she thought. It had arms, arms, and a mouth, legs, and nose. She had enough. She kicked open the trap door with her foot and climbed down the ladder quickly. She ran to the living room panting, as pale as a ghost. What's wrong, Sakura? Her dad exclaimed. He was unpacking the couch and was just taking a break. I, 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 she couldn't make herself talk. I saw a lot of rats chasing me, she lied. She figured out that her parents might just laugh if she told them what actually happened. Her dad just laughed, but for a different reason. So did her mother. Well, I could just go up there and try to get rid of them, her mother said. No, Sakura yelled. Her parents just stared at her. Oops, I never, I'm, I, I didn't mean that. I just scared them away by screaming. Oh, her parents chuckled again. Well, thanks, Sakura, and please go to your room and unpack the stuff. Okay, she said. She was still in shock. Her room was about the size as her living room back in Tokyo. She flopped onto her mattress and had a couple seconds to catch her breath until a creepy Barbie doll peeked its head through her suitcase. She screamed again, but the mattress threw her and dropped her onto Stuffy's arms. All of her toys were alive. She didn't even scream this time, but she sat there on her bed in the Stuffy's arms speechless. And then this creepy Barbie doll peeked its head through the suitcase. Okay, it said. Sakura opened her mouth but didn't scream. Hear, hear me out. I know this is complicated to understand, but you just need to calm down. How can I calm down? Sakura exclaimed. Now she was just mad. These talking, walking dolls just barge into my room, no explanation, and tell me to calm down. No way. She thought she was going to faint when she saw at least 30 more toys climb through the bags. 
What? She thought she didn't even own these toys. Okay, Sakura said. She took a deep breath. I have no idea who you are or what you are, but all I want for you is just get out of my house. She was so shocked that she didn't even realize that she wasn't afraid. Ooh, only 348 more fears to conquer. But her acceleration was replaced by frustration. All the toys just stared at this one particular Barbie, and Sakura realized that it was her favorite toy when she was little. It even had the teeth marks from when she bit its arms. She also figured out that it was the toy's leader since they all got behind the Barbie and only some bodyguard toys stood in front of her. And even when Sakura tried to stomp on the Barbie, the guards just threw her foot away. Now, said the Barbie, these are my last words to you. You found us and we need to tell you that if you even peep out a word about us, then you'll be hanged above an ocean with Megalodon with its jaws open ready to bite you. Sakura didn't believe them. They were just dolls. But she didn't even blink before the dolls vanished into thin air. She also didn't even waste a second trying to operate her brain, but raced to the attic, grabbed her duct tape, and duct taped the cover of the trunk and threw it into the trash can outside. And just on time, the dumpster truck came and took out the trash. Nice, she thought to herself. Finally, she could be in peace. She walked back into her room, and only to figure out that the walls had a note on it. We are back. She walked across the room, no emotion, and ripped the note to dust. She buried her face into her pillow and sighed. Even when her mom called her out to dinner, she was thinking about what to do next. The next couple days, she threw the dolls into a shredder, sent the dolls to an address that might have been a trash dumpster place, and even tried to convince her parents to go to this place that was supposed to work miracles and stuff, but it didn't work. Finally, she decided to tell her parents, what can these dolls do? And where can they get a megalodon? They're extinct. <laughs> Her parents laughed as expected, and they even hugged Sakura. That was unexpected, she thought, but her parents had tears in their eyes from laughter. <sighs> it was just a dream. Don't worry. But Sakura obviously didn't believe them. It felt so much more than dream. When she climbed into her bed at night, she felt safe for some reason, but boy was she wrong. Sakura woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of ocean waves. No, she thought. No, 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 no. She was hanging from a cliff, and below she saw huge jaws. Where can they get a megalodon? This is the end, she was thinking. The Barbie looked down at her, and Sakura screamed again. This time, she was just hanging from Pinky. The Barbie was just kicking her fingers to making her try and let go. Now you are gone. We will cover up your body and also... Later. No, Sakura screamed the whole way down, bracing for the crushing pain of jaws, but she felt nothing. It was blackness. It felt like needles were piercing through her skin, and then she f fainted. It felt like ages, but she woke up to the face of her worried pants. She wasn't ready for the crushing hugs and tears, and what were you thinking about several times over and over? But then the nurse told her about the crushed ribs and the minor concussion. She couldn't hear or feel anything. But two days later, the same nurse gave her a parcel that says, please open. Inside of that was a doll that said, hello. Ito6 Valencia is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting under-resourced students with their writing skills and to helping teachers inspire their students to write. 
Our services are structured around the understanding that great leaps in learning can happen with one-on-one -on -one attention and that strong writing skills are fundamental to future success. If you want to hear more podcasts or learn more about the organization, visit us at a26valencia.org.